Hello, everybody. How are you doing tonight on this fine Sunday evening? We've got a great show for you tonight. We have a, a couple of guests tonight and a lot of fun topics to talk about. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But as always, you know, I'm not allowed to do this by myself. He won't let me. So let's welcome in Uncle Ed. Hey, Ed. how you doing, guys? Good seeing you. Here hey, what's this? Ready? I'm pumped up. I'm pumped up. Peter Brown. Let's uh, get this show on the road. That's good. That's good. So, yeah. So everybody, as always, jump into the chat room. Let's get to, let's get active. Say hello. We'll start. We'll start uh, welcoming in people. But we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit quick with that tonight because we got a lot of things to to to, to uh, talk about. But before we get too far, we can't go very far without saying a big thank you to our sponsor, and that is Canesware. Canesware is located in Davie, Florida, just south of. 595 on University Drive. This is the best place to get all of your inner Miami gear. You're going to find the best prices in town. It's the most important part. Um, I've bought things there that were way cheaper than in the in the stadium. So go to Canesware. They're expanding to a bigger location, Ed. They're going to have a, a, a store that is way bigger where they can focus more on inner Miami stuff because they where they put the inner Miami stuff is kind of like sometimes they have to transition it to to the Panthers or you know so because of the season times all right but this bigger storefront in the same plaza bigger storefront though they're going to have the ability to showcase more inner Miami like all year long so good stuff nice. go to Canesware looking forward to that Peter Brown looking forward to that and to spend some more money <laughs> that's it that's it all right, everybody. Well, we see. I see a few people in the chat room so far. Um, so why don't we say hi to, to those that are here, and then we will welcome in our guest. Yeah, Peter Brown, uh, the first person I saw here. I don't think you've seen him. You don't see him, I think. It's B-King. I do see B-King. Oh, you saw him. There he's we a, go. I, I, he's a cord cutter. All right. Oh, That's, that's, like that's that. uh, our guest specialty. Wow. We're, well, we're going to definitely be talking to somebody that knows about that stuff. Uh, we also got uh, Baldwin Four. Is that four? Or is it just yeah four? Yeah. Yeah, it's you know you got to know your Roman numerals, Ed. Of course, of course, and uh, of course with us, uh, one world, one goal. She knows who our guest is. Of course, she's gonna know. And um, oh, that, well, I was on there too. <laughs> Look at that with that uh, one uh, dude. What's his name? I forget his name. But that's me on, on the right hand side, and uh, we we also have Kata. Oh, how'd you know? How'd you know I was gonna say Kata next? Because I could see I could see what's next, Ed. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> we also have Jose Velasquez is with us. How you doing, Jose? Awesome. And we got Carl Toppin. Who? Oh, Toppin. There, yeah. Or is it Toppin? Uh, Toppin looks like a right two piece. Looks looks like a Toppin. Um. Esteban Dido, that's a. Where's he been? Favorites. Hasn't he been missing lately? He's he's been missing, yeah. But everybody seems to know our guest uh, pretty well. We also have our our guest later on today uh, after the gaffer. Yeah, I was gonna kind of tease that a little bit, but yeah, I knew going to be on a little oh, bit bad. later to, to talk I stole about. Your thunder. Uh... I stole your thunder, Peter. Sorry <laughs> about that. And we got. Uh, the man himself, Richard Greenberg. Man, how yeah. cold is it up there? Man, if we're freezing, look Toronto, at me. Toronto, right? I got my hoodie going. You know, I'm in my, my garage here, my garage studio. And um, we also have uh, our good friend. Uh, he's probably freezing as well. Eric Thomas. Oh, yeah. It's got to be cold up there in, the, in New Jersey. In Jersey. She's in Jersey. So, All right. Peter. Oh, Lots to man, talk about tonight. Good. So, I've been for a while, Ed, and we've touched on it a little bit, uh, the Apple MLS deal. I've wanted to talk about this in more detail for a while because, and, you know, full disclaimer, 100%, I'm an Apple guy through and through. I've got everything Apple, so much so yeah. to where I'm at the mall it's yesterday. Apple. I'm at the mall yesterday and I walk by the Apple store. You know, part of me, Wants to go in the Apple store. I'm pulled to go in the mm -hmm. Apple store, right? Yeah. But then mm -hmm. I start thinking, Black I got phone. everything that I need from the Apple store. Sure, I don't have the the new iPhone 14, but my uh, you know my iPhone's fine. 
but I got all the toys uh, from, of, of Apple that I really need. So I don't, I don't really need to go in the store, but I'm an Apple guy through and through. So I love this Apple MLS deal, but there is a lot, there are a lot of people that do not feel the same way. So I've wanted to, and there's a lot of, a lot of misconception. A lot of people are not sure exactly how to log in, what to do. Do I have to have a subscription to this? Do I have to have a subscription to that? All kinds of different kinds of questions. Are there local broadcasts? All kinds of stuff. And so we thought we should have on our friend, Christopher Harris, who runs a website, worldsoccertalk.com. And if you're not familiar with worldsoccertalk.com, we were actually just talking to Anu before the show. And Anu was saying how he goes to World Soccer Talk all the time because that's the resource. If you want to know where your game is being streamed or played or whatever, that's the resource because they're all over the place. They're on so many different channels in so many different places. And, and, and that's your resource. Plus, I know that site has grown a lot recently with lots more commentary articles and things like that. So it's a great resource, great website. So with further ado, let's say hello to our friend and former fusion guy, uh, you know, Christopher Harris. How you doing? Uh, the Look gaffer. Hey guys. Where's our studio hey. audience when we need them? That's oh. right. Thank you for having me on. This is great. Yeah. Former aficionado. Like a yeah. Aficionado from back in the day and into my I had to find it. I had to find the it. studio audience. They're here. They're here. They're right behind me. They're the grandkids. <laughs> My grandkids are here. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, it was great to be on the show. And I was telling uh, Peter and Ed before the show too. Big fan of, of football Miami TV. Uh, try to watch it every week and uh, really love the community you guys have, have created. It's uh, it's great to see so much uh, user interaction. Oh, great. go on. Keep going. <laughs> I said that earlier. I had to bring it back. Yeah. And keep so going, keep going. like always, as we're doing this, if you guys have questions for Christopher, throw them in the chat because I'm already seeing some potential questions here, uh, specifically about Turn Canada and stuff like that. So if you guys if you guys want to drive the conversation, fine, we'll let you do that because otherwise yeah, that, that I won't shut guy, up. He's, he's got a following here. So there you go. Yeah, Chris like Arjun just like stepping Chris. in as well. All right. So. Apple signed uh, and, and MLS signed a two, uh, what, $0.5 billion deal over 10 years, $250 million a year for uh, MLS to be the, for Apple to be the solo streaming partner. And Christopher, people have gone nuts. So all the games are going to be on Apple Plus. Now they've signed a linear TV deal where those games will also be on uh, a few linear channels. But for the most part, you're going to get everything. Well, you're going to get everything on Apple TV, regardless whether it's on Fox or not. Uh, and you're going to get it in, in Spanish. You're going to get it in French where you want to go. All kinds of great stuff. But there, let's start with this. Do you think it was a good deal? And I mean, it, it's the kind of deal that I think you have to say it's a good deal. $2.5 billion for MLS. That's a great de deal of money. And it's going to help propel the league. But what are your thoughts on this partnership with MLS and Apple? Yeah, I think as a cord cutter, and I'm sure some of the audiences are cord cutters too, they've gotten rid of cable or satellites. This is a dream come true for soccer fans because now you don't have to worry about blackouts. Uh, you don't have to worry about what, uh, who's showing which game each weekend, whether it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever time it is. You don't have to worry about weird kickoff times. Uh, there's going to be consistent uh, kickoff times. There's going to be consistent windows when games are shown. And every single game is available uh, on, on streaming uh, worldwide. So even if you're traveling, you're on vacation, you're you mean, in Mexico, wherever it may be, no matter where you live in the world, uh, there's only one streaming provider that will show every single game. Now, so for me, as a cool cutter and as somebody kind of uh, tech who likes tech as well as soccer, this is perfect. And, and I think of all the partners out there, uh, Apple's going to put their their machine, their engine, their kind of the, the, everything that they do behind this. And they're going to push it big time in terms of promotion. Uh, if you own an iPhone, I'm sure you're going to see lots of updates and alerts about this. So um, for the vast majority of people, this is going to be a huge win, especially for the, the younger audience who watch Major League Soccer anyway. 
Um, it is a it is a big change though, right? We've had you can watch games on TV ever since MLS was, was started back in the day in in '96. Uh, this year, this upcoming year, 2023, there'll be about 30 games on television right. on Fox. So roughly about a game a week, roughly. Um, but for, 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 for MLS fans or Inter Miami fans, um, this is it. This is it. This is, this is going to be really, really exciting to watch. And it'll also be interesting, interesting to see how well the production is, how, how good it looks uh, with Apple behind it. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that's that's actually you. You mentioned the production. That's something that is on MLS. They have to pay for, take care of all the production, and um, so th that'll be a good question. Are they prepared for the production? MLS says they're ready to go, and um, you know, not well, sure. But yeah, well, well, it's interesting with that too because yeah, it's a big operation to pull this off. It, they're essentially having to create their own TV, TV company network, right? So what they've done just in the past couple of weeks is they've gone ahead and outsourced this to a company called IMG. That's what I heard. A company that provide uh, actually produces a lot of the Premier League. So you know the Premier League has some of the best production. Um, so it is kind of last minute in terms of uh, I mean the season starts what end of February. Um, but the production should be good. I mean, I'm sure in the early days, there's going to be some growing pains. Yeah. There's going to be some kind of things to work out. But um, the other thing about this uh, MLS season pass too is it launches February 1st. Right. So from February 1st, expect just a ton of advertising everywhere you go uh, across the internet. Yeah, and that's and that's that's a, a a key sticking point for for a lot of people. Not just yeah, launches February 1st. But right when you said that, I started thinking about. What is the cost of it, right? So, it's you know the the cost of it's ninety nine dollars uh, uh, for the entire season for for your average person. If you are an Apple TV Plus subscriber already, it's seventy nine, I think. And if you're a season ticket holder like Ed and myself, it's free. So I think yeah. it's a, a great deal. Now I've heard a lot of people, and you're a cord cutter, so you're used to uh, paying for streaming services. And turn probably maybe you're like me where you turn one on for a little while, you watch a few things, and then when you're done watching that show, maybe you turn it back off, and 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 you kind of have that freedom to do that with cord cutting. But a lot of people have been complaining about, well, I'm not paying a hundred dollars a year for that, and my argument is that's like one night out with your wife, so you do one less date night, right? Going out to dinner is not as cheap. Look, I went out to like a little seafood, like fast casual kind of place last night in in, in Parkland, and it was $35 just to, to, you know, for some fast food stuff. So, you know, eating out is expensive. So if I go out with my wife, my daughter, that's that's a hundred bucks right there. So one less dinner, and I've got MLS all year. So I don't think your wife's gonna like that idea, Peter. Uh, you know, just uh just don't tell her. This is yeah. this is for other people, Ed, and other people's wives. I got it covered. Oh, we already bought season tickets. We bought season tickets. I'm covered. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> other people's yeah. wives, not mine. So okay. I, I think for the average person, so someone like myself who doesn't live uh, near Miami any longer, right? Uh, probably may not do the annual pass, but I'm going to pay. It's going to be fifteen dollars a month for me to pay to to get uh, MLS season pass. However. I've got a sneaking feeling that I'm sure that once it does launch or pretty soon thereafter, they'll offer some some discount pricing, some introductory pricing, something to give give you an opportunity. Maybe like it's, the retail price is fifteen dollars a month, but maybe there's an opportunity a special that first three months off. for a cheaper yeah, price. So, exactly. So the same, um, the same way that I got uh, stars. Which, right. Exactly. I don't know exactly. why I paid for that. That hunk of garbage. And, and then the other thing too about this season, the 2023 season, is about 43% of the games are going to be available available for free. So right. there's going to be a bunch of games that, that will they'll show each weekend. They'll show games. So that's a way to kind of you I mean it's kind of a almost like a gateway drug, right? You I mean kind of just to get you hooked on on it, and then hoping that you subscribe to it. So there will be a bunch of games you can watch for free just to kind of take it for a test test drive, basically. Here, one question came in in the chat. Well, not really a question, but more of a statement. But uh, let's talk about it a little bit because Richard is up in Toronto. If Apple, 
If Apple doing TFC gains, where are the Canadians? Also for Vancouver, Montreal gains too. I don't know if you're referring to Canadians watching this, but yeah, they are broadcasting the Canadian uh, games. And um, yeah, I think uh, if I if I'm not incorrect, they hired uh, French people to do it in French, and uh, they're gonna have oui. what doing this in at least three different languages. That's right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And then plus, I think I think some of the games will be on Canadian TV too. I think TSN. Right. We're going to show some games too. So yeah, yeah. So Canada is covered for sure. Um, yeah. So you won't feel left out. Well, uh, Peter had uh, shown me an image of uh, some of the people that have already been hired, and there's something that Peter brought to my attention because uh, I was like, oh, maybe we'll have a chance, or you know, maybe uh, you know, Chris who's got more experience has a chance to be one of those people in there. You know, um, I don't know if maybe I don't know if you do play by play uh, or. Uh, or a comment or studio analyst, but um, Peter brought something to my attention. His gray hair will not allow that. That's the thing. <laughs> Christopher's gray hair is not going to get him on this group. I, and that's I the same too. thing with you. Yes. Uh, but not me. Not me. Um, <laughs> and he's older. Not much. At least not and much. A few, a few strands here you, and there. If you look at, at all those pictures, I think They're the young. oldest one there is who? Marcelo Balboa. He's probably our age. Yeah, or maybe Steve Cangelosi. Steve, Steve's actually, he looks young. He's right in the center. A uh, former mm -hmm. New York Red Bulls uh, commentator. He's been around since, maybe almost say JP Della Camera times. Oh, so he's um, aged well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but for the most part, no, Peter, you guys are right. Peter Brown young, of aging. Young group. Yeah, and so wow. so locally, uh, so much, so many of us want to see Ray Hudson on this, and that's and that's my argument to Ed was, I doubt it based on the the demographic they're going after. You never know because this is just the the, the first grouping of announcers. I read that there's somewhere in the neighborhood of eighty to hundred people they're hiring. Um, I don't know if that number is accurate, but but this is just the first people they're launching with right now. They're gonna continue hiring. So I would personally. I doubt I would see Ray Hudson. What do you think, Christopher? I was on a call last week with Don Garber, and he said there's going to be 14 English language uh, broadcasters, 14 Spanish language, and then three uh, French language. Uh, so, so actually, looking at this list, um, they're saving the best for last. I think there's there's some big names. So, so according to my sources, mm -hmm. so there's some big names that they're talking to. They haven't announced those big names yet, uh, but also at the same time, Fox Sports is trying to hire people for their coverage. Of, sure. You know, they, have UA, um, they have UEFA rights and European Championship. So um, there might be some, there could, there could be a space or room for a Ray Hudson or a John Champion or some of these uh, more veteran kind sure. of bigger names, the people that are going to uh, bring the audience in. Because like, I, I mean, if you know Ray's doing it, I mean, there's going to be, Ray's going to bring a whole audience in just based sure. on him alone. Yeah, and that's even if he's interested. But, you know, M I, I, it's, and the youth, I think, is super important for several reasons, though. MLS wants to, you know, target to a younger audience. Apple targets to a younger, hipper audience also. So it just makes sense. I'm curious how much of, like, Apple may be pushing uh, the youth movement as well with their announcers. But but what do you, I, here's the thing. Okay, a little bone to pick with you, Christopher. Uh, you guys on your site, are pretty critical of 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 American broadcasters. Pretty critical, yeah, specifically that, that fella we know. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Cardick, maybe. <laughs> Cardick. Cardick's our buddy, but Cardick doesn't like MLS Cardick. anymore. But uh, but no, but I mean, I just your site alone. And what you put yeah. out, which is a great website, worldsoccertalk.com. Everybody needs to you, you that should be a daily resource. But especially I was like during the World Cup, for example, you 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 guys were rough on the announcers. But so uh and and I have an opposite feeling. I find English announcers boring as all, you know. So I don't get why people love the English announcers so much. So forget about the World Cup. That's that's past. Let's focus on this group. Do you think it's a good group? Do you, I mean, getting Taylor Twelman, I think, is a steal. Uh, what are your thoughts on what they've presented so far and who they've presented? Um, I'd say that uh -oh, Taylor that Twelman... pause <laughs> says a lot. <laughs> All right, here I'd, we I'd go. Say, so Taylor Twelman's a great hire. I mean, like, it's almost like Alexi Lalas. You either love him or hate him. But Taylor loves MLS. He knows MLS. He's got some great sources. 
he will drop some kind of nuggets in, during broadcasts about who into Miami signing or what's happening with this deal. So he's a, a must listen. The rest of them are okay. Nothing bad about them, but they're just not at the top tier of some of the best commentators from around the world. So Max Bredos is decent. Max has been around a long time. Yeah. Uh, Jake Savins is decent. He's been around relatively short amount of time. Uh, Steve Cangelosi is more of a kind of a, a radio, almost like, like a hockey guy, kind of a traditional, almost like a, a JP Della Camera. So there's it, nothing bad about that. It's just it's not when you're hiring the best talent available to you from around the world, um, these are not the best talent. Now, in, within the United States, um, these, are, these, these are decent. These are good. The, 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 but, the, but what I'm waiting for is that next big announcement, probably okay. in the next couple of weeks. Then we'll see. I think at that point, then they'll have the big guns. And then I think at that point, I'll be like, wow, this, this is really good. I, I hope. <laughs> Yeah. So, what's your beef with the uh, the American announcers? I think uh, I mean there's a few different things. A lot of it's depending on the style. So, like, like I I, I love the Spanish uh, language announcers. So, hundred percent. Canto, you know, the passion, the emotion. It just uh, yeah, fantastic. The the American ones is is different style, and and oftentimes it's too talkative. There's no pause, kind of in between an action. Uh, too stat driven. Like you could be watching an amazing play happening in front of your eyes and they're talking about stats from something from a week ago or something. So sometimes they miss that. Um, but again, too, you mean, I'm originally from the UK. So, you mean, those boring English announcers, like you say, Peter, to me, those, those are like, that's like poetry. Yeah, well, I think when I read, and because it, it's not just you. I mean, there's plenty of American fans that agree with you, and uh, and I'm sure everybody that's writing on your site is not a British. Uh, so right. you know, I'm, I, I'm, unless you've brainwashed them all, which you know, <laughs> maybe. But 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 you know, I go, I tend to go hard in the paint the other direction. It's like, oh, you guys all love this. I, I'm American. I want American announcers. I mean, I sure sometimes they say dumb stuff, you know, uh, but. So do all announcers, right? You know, so, um, you know, you know, speaking of, uh, of announcing Kaylin Kyle, not so much as a, uh, play by play, but color announcer, she's been great with, uh, inter Miami. I, I think she brings a lot of like, I, I love how she breaks down like the defensive plays and things like that. So it's like not American, but not English either. Right. Canadian, almost like American. Yeah, the, the, the one person on this list I'm surprised is not on there is, is Chris Whittingham. And I love Chris. And I think he does a great job of Inter Miami. And he's sure. For Univision uh, uh, and, and Um Maybe later, maybe, uh, I don't know. But that, 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 that there are definitely good American announcers. Um, it's just I don't think they're in the, you know, the top 10 uh, best announcers from around the world. And, and again, too, it, it's kind of partly what I've grown up with, but also... I'm watching over a thousand games a season, a year, a year. Right. So I'm hearing all sorts of different things. So, so after a while, you kind of, uh, you mean know, separate the the wheat from the chaff. And when and, and you mentioned thousand games, it made me think of a, of a bit of a Twitter conversation that I had with a guy this week, and that's I'm focused on MLS. I don't really care about the Premier League. Don't care about any other league around the world. I watch an occasional game. I don't have a team to cheer for. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, maybe a different kind of sports fan. If I don't have the team to cheer for, I usually just don't want to even watch. Right. So it's, it, I've got to be invested and I'm not, and, and I don't just can't get invested just by picking a club. I've got to have some sort of relationship. So I don't care about us stuff. I'll watch an occasional game and that's it. So you're definitely putting in the hours that I'm not, but, and that's going back to the MLS at, um, all access. The argument I was having with somebody is, is, they don't like the Apple deal because, you know, they're going to pay a hundred bucks a year to get only MLS, which they think is okay, but somewhat subpar, but they do really want to watch a lot of the European stuff. And this guy would rather spend 75 or 80 bucks, whatever it is for Fubo every month, because Fubo will give them pretty much everything, right? It gives you like all world soccer. It's a great, great site for all the world soccer or a streaming service, but, uh, but it, you won't get Apple TV. So his argument was, why would I pay for Apple when I could get Fubo? I'd rather have Fubo. So Apple and, uh, with MLS is having to convince a lot of people, it seems like 
like that to come over to their to their product. So I'm curious and how, this I love this deal and I think it's great, but it, they do have a little bit of an uphill battle of convincing people like that that are not diehard MLS fans that are kind of on the fringe but love watching the Premier League, love watching La Liga and all that kind of stuff. What do you think uh, what what kind of challenge does uh, MLS face in getting those people uh, over? Yeah, so you asked me before too, like, yeah, do I like this deal? Am I excited about this deal? And I said, as a cord cutter, I love it. It's fantastic. However, from a business point of view, this is a this is risky. This is this is a gamble. This is a gamble on the future, thinking that uh, more and more people are going to gravitate towards streaming. However, at the same time, there's a ton of people. I mean, I'm sure you guys know them too, as well as the the, the viewers. There's a ton of people that that watch illegal streams. Sure. So, you know what I mean? So they're, they're not going to be paying. However, oh, I I, at the end of the day... I, I don't do that. <laughs> of course I don't. I don't, for sure. I do not. But it, it's a gamble. I mean, to me, like ESPN Plus probably would have been a better place to have an exclusive deal where... I just I mean, canceled it. Point, okay. <laughs> 10 bucks a month, but you get you in La Liga, huh. the Bundesliga, FA Cup, I mean, so on and so forth. But so, so according to some of my sources, I know that Apple is looking at other leagues to acquire. So there's rumors about NWSL, the women's league. Um, they're also looking at the Dutch league, which is not a big league by any means, but it, it is another soccer property. Um, in, in the UK, in, in England, um, they're looking at uh, the Premier League, but that would be for England only. So the hope is that Apple will acquire more soccer rights. So it'll bring people in that's just want soccer. But you're right, Peter. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna say 15 bucks a month. That's, that's you know, I can get Netflix for about the same amount of that. Right. Or I, I can get, uh, I don't know, ESPN Plus and get thousands of, 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 of games a year. And if Apple gets these other properties, that does not necessarily mean they will be available on the MLS All Access app. I mean, that's separate. That would, I assume, yeah. would be part of Apple TV Plus, which, of course, I have. But uh, you have to have it for Ted Lasso. Come on. Um, yeah. But uh, um, And also, quite often, if you buy an Apple computer, you're going to get it for a year for free. But um, So I imagine yeah, that would not be on that. On the, there would be no value of those other properties for MLS. Yeah, it, it, it is a risky gamble because it is one of the, and it's it is confusing, which is one of the reasons I'm here and one of the reasons the website right. exists. Because I mean, if you say okay, go ahead and subscribe to Apple TV Plus, and if they think that you know, if consumers think that they'll get all the MLS games, that's that's a separate service. So MLS Season Pass is going to be within Apple TV that you can subscribe to and get just those MLS games uh, every game, whether it's for uh, every month or, or or an annual subscription. Um, yeah, it's and, and then if they do acquire more soccer rights, they may fall under the Apple TV Plus window where it's or maybe it's a separate subscription on top of the MLS subscription. Um, it, it's a gamble. It, it is risky because there's no guarantee that this audience is going to, I mean, all MLS fans, the hardcore are you guys, season mm -hmm. ticket holders who already will get it. But what about the average soccer fan who, who right. turns on television on, on a Saturday or a Sunday that watches Premier League or, or MLS or whatever it's on, it, it's, yeah. it's going to be a lot of work. The one argument that I do hear a lot is, oh, this is no way to grow the sport. I mean, turning away uh, tons of uh, passerbys, if you will. Yeah. My thought to that, my argument to that is, well, MLS TV ratings haven't exactly been blowing up, have they? I mean, they've been pretty bad throughout their history. Am I wrong? Yeah, they plateaued. I mean, so they're um, probably about almost half of what the Premier League is. So in the United States, uh, the Mexican League would be number one as far as most number of viewers, then the Premier League, and then Major League Soccer. And then the rest of it is kind of everyone else kind of grouped together, kind of smaller numbers. So yeah, I mean, MLS has had a long run on television, has had games on Fox and ABC, and you I mean, you name it, NBC back in the day. Um, and hasn't been able to really break through the American sports uh, barrier well, into making When we get messy, yeah, that's all going to change. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, though. I mean, like, yeah, I think MLS is help, hoping that. I mean, that's the magic sauce, right? Yeah. Secret ingredients. You do that, and then Apple TV uh, subscriptions for MLS season pass go through go through the roof. 
without that, I, it, it's going to be tough. And I think it's um, it's on MLS to sign new exciting players. It's on MLS and Apple to put together a really good production with IMG. And then it's also, we're going to look at our pockets or our wallets and say, okay, is this worth it? Am I willing to put in 15 bucks a month every month to watch this? And like I said before too, the, the good thing about this is that about 43% of the games, the first first year will be available for free. So at least we can kind of it kind of get people hooked and then hopefully they'll continue. If it's free, it's for me, I always say. There you go. Baldwin put brings up a good point, something that I think is awesome as well. Baldwin says, I read supposedly you can watch the Apple TV MLS games, but choose to listen to the radio broadcast instead of the Apple announcers. That might be awesome. That's pretty cool. That's your Apple innovation right there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see how it works because this has never been done as far as I know in terms of a streaming service. The timing is going to be important. Yeah, and you see that normally just even on ESPN Plus or Paramount Plus or whatever. Sometimes the audio and video right. aren't synced up. Um, but this is something we maybe we'll see a Ray Hudson, right? Or hear a Ray Hudson doing a local radio commentary. Right. He'd be perfect for it. And then you can actually listen to Ray instead of whichever MLS announces calling that game. That's the other thing, too. I mean, we're, we're losing those local broadcasters, whether it's Ray and Kaylin Kyle or Chris Whittingham and Thomas Rongan. We're losing that expertise about into Miami. And we may get someone that's, I mean, a Steve Cangelosi or somebody right. that doesn't know the team as well. They will do Better. the best job. They will research, but it's not the same. Better do your homework. Yeah, that that was the one thought that I had. As much as I love the deal, because, you know, again, $15 a month, let's say I'm not an annual pass holder and, and I have the ability to turn it on or turn it off, or I mean $100 one-time fee, it's not that much money. But so I think it's a great deal. But um, what the one thought that I had when I'm reading so many comments and so many negative comments. Now, of, of course, the negative is always louder than the positive. If you're happy, you don't say anything, right? But if you're if you're not happy, you complain in, 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 to everybody. But um, it's potentially removing the local games was a bridge too far. Maybe that was one step too far because everybody's like, I don't, I, I you know, I'm on a budget. I want. I only watch the free games. I only care about Inter Miami. I don't care about watching uh, St. Louis because I know we have a St. Louis fan in here. Um, uh, I don't care about watching St. Louis. I only want to watch my local games that I could watch on my 33. Now that's gone, and I'm not paying $100 to see that. So it almost feels like the local free broadcast was maybe one step too far. Time will tell, of course. I think I think the other thing about this though too is that I used to live in West Palm Beach area. And this is huge. What you're going to say? My 33, I don't think, is available in West Palm. Nope. So if you logged in to, to try to watch that game through ESPN yep. Plus, it was blacked out. You couldn't see it. Right. Okay. So if you can't watch on ESPN Plus, you don't get My 33. You lose that audience. And actually, West Palm Beach is a, is a major metropolitan city sure in terms is. Of within Florida. So there's when you know, kind of pluses and minuses. I, th I think long run, it takes the confusion out of everything. Um, and I think we'll lose a lot of fans. I think we'll lose a lot of Major League Soccer fans, maybe more casual fans. Mm -hmm. But we'll gain, gain gain more of those hardcore fans or those new fans that become fans. And it is easier. I mean, like you mentioned before about Ted Lasso. So, I mean, season three should be coming up in the next few months. And that'll hook people in with Apple TV+. And I'm sure there'll be some cross-promotion about, hey, go ahead and subscribe or have a free preview of MLS season pass. So I think the Apple kind of ecosystem um, and the power of the marketing that Apple has, very much like Disney, Peter, I know you're a big fan of Disney. To me, Disney and Apple are very similar. It's all about the consumer experience. It's all about trying to get as much money out of your pocket, Peter, as possible. Um, and, uh, but, but they do it right, right? It's, it's, it's quality products and, and like, yeah. Like Uncle Ed shows you right there, even the yeah, power yeah. of Disney, the power of Apple. So, so they, they're going to give it its all. Um, I'm excited about it, but I'm also really curious to see what happens. It, 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 this is a brand new deal. And actually that $250 million a year that they're getting in, in TV revenue from Apple, they have to put a ton of money into the production. Uh, into you mean, So who knows how much of that money that actually they're going to pocket? Yeah, when I was reading... 
you know, speaking of subscriptions, you know, I have no problem paying for things. And, and Ed knows I pay for The Athletic because it's got some good content. Um, and, and, and a lot of the things I read are, uh, come from there and your site. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I lost my train of thought there. But it, yeah, it's it's. I, Matt, Matt's cracking me up here, too, though. Matt says people talk about budget, but we'll take a family of four out to dinner. I guess it get, it's a it's a give and take. That's what I was saying before. But anyways, um, but yeah, it's it's a big risk for sure. But um, I, MLS, it's it's a small enough league where this is the league you want to kind of experiment with these type of things for sure. Yeah, and I think at the same time too, there's a lot of other leagues around the world that are looking closely at this. Of theme, course, thinking that maybe this is the pathway for the future. Maybe this is the way to go. Cut out all the kind of the TV middlemen. Just go direct to the consumer, basically through through an Apple ecosystem. Um, the other part of this too, which is a little bit different, is that I'm an Android user. I don't have an Apple iPhone. I, I know that well, about what sixty percent of of US have Apple iPhones. So the forty percent that don't, you can still watch games, but you have to use the uh, browser, Chrome browser. Okay, within, hang on. on an Android I read device. that. I read that on your site. But I think there's a way around that, because when we look here and it says Apple's telling you, or um, Apple slash MLS telling you it's on every screen, right? So just to to to. to touch on this is you can you don't have to people ask me uh were asking me on facebook the other day do i have to have an apple tv device no somebody was prepared for this question do i <laughs> do i have an apple tv device no do i need uh, most tvs are smart you could download the app that way um roku device is one that if you don't have a smart tv you can use and the roku is where i go with this because roku has an app and you can put that app on your phone so in theory, if you could watch Apple TV Plus through your Roku, couldn't you on your Android download the Roku app and watch Apple TV Plus through Roku app? So it has to be on the Apple TV app. So on the, if your device can get the Apple TV app, then Roku there, can. There will be a subscription. So and yeah, that that that's one to yeah. I'll, I'll have to look closer at that one. Ro Roku I, can and it and it and it, it says it right here, Roku devices. So, okay, yeah, I know it's small, but um, uh, but that's so yeah, that's good news. I mean, there's a ton of people. Have, I have a Roku too. I have an Apple TV, like you, right. Peter. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, and now I, I'm not 100 percent sure that will work, but it just seemed to make sense to me because I do have the Roku app on my phone, just because I also have a Roku in in, in a different room in the house. And I can use my phone as a remote control through the Roku. And I never use it, but I downloaded it. So I have it. And uh, so that just let me, you know, in Roku is an Android driven device. So is Fire TV, I believe, and Google and Chromecast and all that kind of stuff. So um, Baldwin is, is and so we'll have to experiment. I think we'll all have to experiment because Baldwin is, is telling me Roku device, not the Roku app um but a roku device i mean it's kind of i don't know we'll have to see right we'll have to experiment and try that out come february 1st but according to this screen it should be on every device and that is of course it's no shocker that it's hard to run on an android device when apple wants you to buy their devices that's not a surprise but of course it does not help mls either yeah, and, and the other part of this too is that there's the the Spanish language audience. So with this deal, it's on Fox. So thirty games a season on Fox. Sure. Uh, no, no Univision, no Telemundo. You mean so on the Spanish language? So you can get Spanish language through the Apple TV app, but you're not going to be able to watch um, the actual Spanish language games on, on television. And the in terms of Android users, uh, it it's actually kind of uh, shifts more to Spanish language uh, audience or Hispanics in the United States are more likely to have um, actual Androids than they are iPhones. So you're losing a part, part of that audience. Again, you're hoping that they go ahead. It, it's confusing, right? I mean, in terms of app, Apple, if, if you are an Android user, uh, this feels kind of like you've been left out. However, you will be able to see the games. It's just you're going to have to take a few extra steps than, say, an Apple user would. 
Christopher, you look more like an apple kind of guy. You should be an apple guy. I mean, I used to have on. an apple, but then, but, but then I saw I saw the uh, I saw the uh, even kind of the future, and I was like, hey, Android. And That's the right, future is dark on the Android. I, future is bright I got Android on too. Oh. Well, anyways, I don't want to keep you all night because we could talk about this all night, and we'll continue talking about this because there is, and, and and we can have you back on hopefully in the future and and talk more about it. Uh, for sure. But there's there's tons of talk about like, you know, MLS is now dictating that the, the teams have to put out more content, which is great for us. You guys reported that on WorldSoccerTalk.com. But let's take a minute and just talk about what's going on with your website. It's gotten better. There's more articles. It's not just where to watch stuff. You've got more people involved with it. Take a minute and, and just, uh, you know, promote. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's uh, myself and three other full-time employees. So it's become a full-time business. Right. Um, we work, actually, we're working on right now, one of the projects we're working on is a FAQ, answering all the questions, doing all the research about MLS season pass, uh, going into a lot of detail about, about this. And this is just one example. So we're putting together videos, kind of how-tos, step-by-step instructions, just to break it down, just to kind of simplify it and make it as easy as possible. Because it is confusing, even to experts like tech experts like you guys there, Ed and and Peter and and the viewers uh, and myself. In addition to that, too, I mean, of course, there's always uh, soccer news from around the world. So we have a team of writers from the, both from the UK and from America covering uh, basically any in it, the biggest news happening uh, daily. But the the heart of the website, kind of like kind of the really kind of what drives it and makes it different, is the TV schedules. So we have all the TV schedules and streaming schedules for all the games, all the leagues from around the world. We've got a free app uh, with no advertising on it. It just lists all the games. It's called Soccer TV Schedules. Nice. Android, I didn't know that. On Android and Apple. See, on oh. both. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, and, and we, just like you guys too, we've got a great community of people, like, like-minded soccer fans. So um, yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, yeah. Yeah, anything you guys need, let us let me know in the future. Big fan of the show. All right, thanks so much, and I expect to see you at least at one game at the at Inter Miami at uh, at uh, uh, Drive Pink this year. Okay, for sure, absolutely, I'll be there. Definitely. Let me know when you're there. We'll track you down and say hi. Okay, we'll have cool. a beer or two, <laughs> and have a beer or two. Okay. Exactly. Cool. All right, Christopher, thanks. thanks so much for for joining us, and thanks so much for enlightening everybody on on the Apple TV deal. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Oh, man. Wow. All right. So we're going to pivot real quick. That went longer. We could have talked to, to um, you know, Christopher for two hours um, for sure. Easily. Ed? So much soccer information in, in that brain of his. Um, you know, guys got to do go and, and check out his website and there's, a lot of good soccer content on there, um, Peter. Uh, let's talk about a little bit, a little bit about Inter Miami. We, you know, we were concentrated on the whole Apple deal, um, and we have a guest uh, who's going to help us talk about this guy, that guy. Where is he? Yeah, there he is. That that guy right there, Joseph Martinez. What do you guys think? So yeah, Joseph Martinez is you know not officially announced. But unofficially, everybody knows he's 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 it's official. It just hasn't been it's officially Daniels. announced by the team. So um, you know, our uh, got some uh, somebody you everybody in the chat room knows and loves, and and we we do as well. I've got a chance to meet him once when he traveled down here to, to South Florida, and that's a new Weissman up there Yay. in Alat and uh, Atlanta joining us now to talk Yay. about. Joseph Martinez, he reached out to me saying, I got thoughts and I want to share them. Hey, how you doing, guys? <laughs> how you doing, Anu? Oh, he kind of froze. Oh, there you go. He's back. Are you with us? All right. Hey, wait a minute. I'm trying to get it to work, but the screen is frozen. Well, we can hear you. Yeah. We can hear you just fine. Yeah, I'm here, but I mean, it's frozen. Up no, there. it's not frozen on our I side. Know, what's up with the They're screen? Good. Let me refresh real just quick. Just keep talking. All right, all right. He's going he's gonna, he's gonna to refresh. He's going to check back. But. Okay. Matt Z, from uh, I think if I remember correctly, he's from St. Uh, Louis. He feels that it's a great pickup. 
that is all right for, i guess for... we just stick to what we have now yeah yeah we can see you just fine uh uh anu um so i got questions for you first off uh, uh about about uh about this guy joseph martinez i mean he's had you know an up and down time in atlanta he started off on fire and then gotten he's apparently got a reputation of getting into arguments with the the management the coaching and and then uh, anu is gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think he's listening to the um to the uh, uh live chat and uh you know, hopefully yeah. they'll be able to listen to this a little better. No, it's just funny because Anu was with us for the entire show and before the show and everything was working fine. So let's see if he's back with us now. Uh, you, How are you doing, Anu? Are you back? Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm back. It looks like I had to like, re- I had to like refresh it all because okay. it was out of sync. All right. So, so, all right, so what's the first question? Yeah, what are you, what are you, what do you think we're getting with this version of of Joseph Martinez, who's got a history now of getting injured, got a history of getting into arguments with the coaching staff, the management, getting uh, sidelined, getting put off into private practice, uh, all kinds of issues. What are we getting? Well, first off, I mean, obviously he has injury um, history, but um, it's been two years since he's uh, tore his AC. Exxon is about to be three years since he tore his um, ACL, and of course, he hasn't really recovered. He 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 during twenty the twenty twenty one season, he was getting himself back in order. But obviously, I think the the coaching changes that happened over the uh, last few years probably affected his um, recovery and development back into form. Um, of course, you know we're one of the few uh, MLS teams that actually play on turf. And some people believe that was probably a factor in it. Can't so, you guys grow gap? Can't, can't can't you guys grow grass uh, in Atlanta? They said they're trying to. They said they're working on it. That they they're working on it, but it won't be until twenty um twenty twenty six when the World Cup comes to. Yeah, yeah. Grass won't grow for another three years. It won't grow, nurse. It obviously. I mean, if you didn't like, obviously is is that you know. During this say during that 2022 season, we lost literally two, uh, several players on that term. I mean, we lost Miles Robinson, which was a huge blow to the U.S. men's national team. Yep. And um, of course, Brad Guzon towards Achilles on that same turf. Wow, that's uh, not good. So, do, so, so he's going to be playing on grass over here. Yeah, so he's playing good. on grass now. So, what are we getting? Do you think are we getting a, a player that's a bit of a head case, uh, or or do you think we're getting a steal with with Atlanta United paying for the majority of his salary? So we're getting a yeah. designated player at a TAM level salary. So for us, it's a steal. As as people are saying in the chat room, we get to test drive a player for a year. Yeah, basically we got nothing out of this deal. Nothing. And, a DP. and I'm very you got, you got a DP spot available. That's it. Exactly. We have a DP it. spot available. We have a DP DP spot available, but that doesn't help us to do anything. We literally got we literally let go of probably the more of the most iconic players that ever come to Atlanta. Like when the rumor when the rumors were already swelling about it, you had people who were already um who were already mad about it. My friend, um I have a friend of mine, he has like a little um has a daughter and this was the very saddest thing. She cried for 45 minutes to an hour after she heard what happened. Wow. And yeah, because that just shows how much he's he's touched Atlanta. He he's an icon, and people yeah. are very angry about how what the front office did by pushing him away like that. But as I say, is is that um yes, he's he is hot headed, but he still he will give you he will give you the production like production like he always did before in Atlanta, and honestly, like I said again, a health healthy Joseph is a deadly one. That's what they called the Venezuelan viper. And of course, you know, I mean, we're in a huge rebuild phase. You know, we lost Darren Eels to Newcastle. We got a new president in from Seattle, and of course, 
Uh, Gonzalo Pineda is going to be on his uh, second year, second full year as <clears throat> as the manager. We still got Carlos. I was going to say, but you 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 guys get to keep Carlos Bocanegra. Yeah, we're not happy about that. <laughs> I know, I know, you're not happy about that. Yeah, when um, what's his name? I remember when our first, like our like our last home game. First off, Joseph didn't get even touch the field at all, and people were so angry about that. I remember at one point you were hearing people screaming in the, on the TV, and also at the field saying "Boca out, Boca out," because everyone was putting out. There are frustrations with the front office of what are you guys doing, you know. So, um, he 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 needed to get out. He 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 needed to get out of that toxic place, and I think he's gonna find a uh, he's gonna be having a better environment over there at Inter Miami. I also you know add the fact that you know he's also a father now. He just had a, a new boy. Nice. Yeah. And, and South Florida, I would imagine, is a perfect destination for someone like him. I mean, you know, he's not going to have to, I don't know if he speaks English or not, but he's going to have no problem communicating down here. So coming into a squad that has got a lot of Latino players. Uh, so, you know, the There's you know, a whole more, city over here that's, that's basically Venezuela. Yeah. Doral. That's when everybody from Venezuela lives there. So he's, he's going to be right at home over here. I mean, Joseph's can speak very good English. Okay, I'm gonna tell you okay. that. I don't know anything yeah, about I him met, other than how he plays. Oh well, I met you know I've been to many fan events, mm-hmm. fan events over the years, and I always met I met Joseph several times. I mean, if you go on my my um, Instagram, I have I have pictures of me and Joseph, <clears throat> of me and Joseph. And like I said again, fan events I always saw him. <clears throat> and if you watch his um his interviews, he speaks very clear English that he learned over the years being here. But most of the time, you know, is very comfortable speaking speaking Spanish. So I want to be surprised if um he's going to be speaking mostly Spanish when he's down there in Miami. Eric Thomas jumping in here, uh, saying back to football. I'd take Martinez in a heartbeat. People seem to forget that Iguain wasn't a walk in the park deal with either. Yeah, because that's the part of the, the the equation is, you know, he has a reputation of being hard to deal with. And and uh, so was Iguain. Um, you know, not everybody likes our coach, Phil Neville, but he did figure out a way to deal with Iguain and eventually get the most out of him. And hopefully he could do the same with Martinez, but uh, you know, what, what, what do you say about people that think um, Martinez is just maybe potential trouble in the locker room? I mean, like I said, he like it just it depends. I mean, like I said, Atlanta has not been has been going on decline since 2019. Right. I mean, we had we had Frank DeBoer, and he was a great <laughs> defensive minded. He was a great defensive minded coach. But it was already shown that, you know, Joseph wasn't happy with him. And a lot of the other Latino players that were on the that were on the team were not happy with him because he was playing a style that they were he was implementing a style that he they didn't like, you know, flat attack, you know, constant attack. Hence why we were scoring like three, four goals a game. And it's you know, it gave defenders nightmares every night, knowing, oh crap, I gotta play Atlanta. You know? So I think for I think for I think Neville I mean Garrett yes Neville was gonna have have a, a lot of baggage considering his accolades, but I said again you know with you know with the likes of well, is Porzuelo still gonna be there? What's that? Is Porzuelo gonna be there? We hope. We hope they're trying fingers. to wrap that up. Crossing our fingers, yeah. Because I know you still got Porzuelo. You have um, Capana. I don't yep. know if you, you got yeah, it's still got Cabana in it. Very offensive team right now. So, I don't see too many defenders, really. No, but it'll be fun to see Campana and jo- and Martinez uh, up top together in a 3-5-2, oh. I assume. Shit, oh my gosh, it's gonna be crazy. Especially with Pozuelo over there in the back. <laughs> Can't wait till we play Atlanta. Hey, real quick, uh, oh. we, I've got a voicemail here that uh, I, I know that uh, they want me to play. So, and I think right. there's a little bit about Apple and a little bit about 
about Joseph. So let's play her voicemail and let's all three chime in on it. It's time all right. for your voicemail. Hello. Hey, Peter and Uncle Ed. It's Italia One World One Goal. Welcome to Chris. We need to have a fusion reunion. I guess and, I was supposed to play um, this earlier. Looking forward to hearing more about the Apple TV because I'm not really an Apple person. Although, of course, I know how to use it. But um, we want Ray Hudson. And they do have Max Britos, so that's pretty cool. And a couple other people that I think were pretty good. I think they're going to announce a few more. And uh, say uh, hello and give a big kiss to Deb and the kids. And um, maybe for the new stadium we can have a fusion reunion. By then it's going to be like the 25th year of the Supporter Shield winners of 2001. We'll see. But we miss you guys. Okay, Lillian. Oh, this new dude that they may bring down from Atlanta, there we go. Uh, Martinez. He's all right, but he did break a lot of Mike Diego Sona's 17th records, like the hat tricks and a couple other things. I'm not that fond of him, but, you know, congrats to him. At least Diego's uh, had a lot of records. He has a few still standing and had a lot that stood for, like, 15 years. Anywho, love you guys. Love the show. Happy New Year. So did you hear that, Anu? Uh, Joseph's all right. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. No, he's yeah. all like, oh. yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I guess he's okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm reading a couple. I'm actually like going through the chat, and I'm going through a few questions. I mean, somebody, uh, Steve Munoz, asked yeah. me, uh, "Where do you see us ending this season in the East?" and I'm just going to say how it is. We're in rebuilding phase. Like, get rid of Dustin Martinez already tells you that we're basically in, um, like, in nerd ways, um, we're in our Iron Man 2 phase when Tony had to strip down. Yeah. Had to had to strip everything nice. down and, bury, and make a new arc reactor, you know? little nerd so, show for you tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah hey, I like and, that. Well, I like with, that. with that rebuild, you got our boy, Garth Lagerway to do it for you. And so obviously he was involved with this, this decision to move Joseph as well. But uh, you should feel some confidence with Lagerway, the man, to build, rebuild you. Um, yes, I did. Um, I did listen to uh, read into some Seattle uh, Sounders podcast and everything about, you know, about what he does. And of course, you know, we already we already know his reputation and what he did with the Sounders and how he kept them consistent for so long. Even with like the chain, the constantly changing MLS financial rules. Yep. And I said, well, good luck to uh, Seattle because I know next month they make their way towards uh, Morocco for the Club World Cup. Yeah, we we love him from his time at the Fusion as a goalkeeper. So, uh, you know. All right. Oh, so here you I'm... go. Here you go. Here's oh, here's one I like. Kata, as an Atlanta United fan, if he scores on you guys. How will you feel? <clears throat> well, I was reading that question. So if <laughs> he so if he scores on us, I would basically take out my jersey and just burn and just it. Put it up like that. Burn it. I'll just do that because All right. Respect. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad. I hate the front office for what they're doing. Pushing Joseph away like that. One person even um, one person even said that my biggest fantasy is to have him take off his jersey saying Boca out on the shirt. Mm-hmm. He might not even celebrate the goal though, knowing him. Maybe he might. I, he, he, might he, he, he probably walked to the awake section of into Miami fans and chat with, and cheer with them. And we're gonna be like, yeah, uh, yeah. Boca out, yeah. Boca out. Get, let's get a Boca out chant going. Yeah, yeah. I want. You know, I want to see. I want to see. He, he comes into South Florida. I want to see this pink hair back for uh, next season. I mean, he. I remember he wore that pink hair when he played against us, and I was like, "Why are you wearing pink?" And then going to come in here and score goals against us. I want to see that pink though. Here, it's the least. It's, it's the, the least, least he, he could, could do. do. He needs no. to wear that again. No, I think what's crazy is, is that <clears throat> his first, I remember, 
our first home game in 2021, we were still with limited attendance because of the, because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And one of the first pictures I took of him coming back on the field after the ACL tear, he had the pink hair. And so I was like, Damn. so when you pulled up that graphic, I was like, it's a, this was a foreshadowing since the beginning. Somebody's got some What's sound effects. Oh, that was me. That was me, fellas. Sorry. I'm getting <laughs> my, one of my grandkids downloaded some app, game apps and stuff. So, uh, I'm getting all these weird things. I've got like three pages of little games for babies on my phone now. All right. All right. Well, that's, we got to wrap up the happen. show as, as we, uh, you know, as we're getting to that time. But um, Kata has another good question here. Anu, will yeah. attendance drop even lower this season for you guys? It will. Because like I said, we're in a rebuilding phase. And, and fans Atlanta, are fans. They're fickle. Yeah. Fickle and, fans. And fans can, yeah. And then fans can be fickle. So, and obviously, I mean, no, no insult to the fans that I know that will say in day in and day out. But I've seen attendance drop for every Atlanta-based team since Atlanta-based team, even especially after – like you know, they lose a they lose a major um <clears throat> they they have like losing seasons or they lose out on a major championship like the Falcons, yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> yeah, um, I'm gonna see some. We're, I'm gonna see a lot of empty seats this season. Mm. Well, yeah. speaking of seats, uh, Kata also chimed in earlier today. I don't know if I can make this happen. But give a new VIP seats with Buffet when he comes to South Florida again, Peter. Treat my guy right. You know, so uh, I'm not in control of that. Uh, you know, Ed and I, we sometimes get a, a little message. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know we, we do at, uh, on occasion, very rare occasion, have an ability to do that. But uh, fans want to see you treated right, Anu. Take, give, give you that uh-huh. uh, sushi while you watch... Uh, Atlanta lose. It it helps. It helps it go down. Helps a loss go down a little bit easier. (laughs) I mean, I would love. I would love to come down. I mean, I would love to come down to to play. um, See Inter Miami play down there against Atlanta, but Mm -hmm. I think I have to. um, You know, that's like Mother's Day is like the next day, so (laughs) it gets expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can bring your mama. See, I had that thought, but I don't know if she'd be able. I don't know if she can. I think she would like the weather. I mean, I'm already going to Premier League Fan Fest on on Saturday, so. Oh, that's in Orlando, right? Yeah, it's in Orlando. All right. Yeah, but I mean, maybe, maybe I probably I'm thinking about coming down there from coming down there for uh, Inter Miami versus Atlanta. Now that obviously Joseph is, you know, come see your boy. Come see your boy yeah. score against yeah. you. He he's the one thing I remember. The one thing I remember about him is he does like to score at Drive Pink Stadium because he's. I don't remember how many times he's played. Maybe it's only once or twice that we played against you guys in Drive Pink. I, I remember once at least, and he scored. I think a couple. I don't remember. No, but he was well, dangerous. No, remember? No, I do. I remember this very well. Um, it was the first time we ever met. Okay. We went, I, yeah, it was, it was in that 2021. Game. Yeah, and he scored his first goal. Scores his first goal in 2021. The first goal since the ACL tear. Because I remember he didn't even score in um, he didn't score in that in that Nashville game at all either. So it was his first goal since 2019. Yeah, and he was dangerous that whole night. I remember. I was like, man, this guy's uh playing well against us. And Phil Neville mentioned that too in his press conference earlier when. When they were just talking about, what do you think about this player? There's rumors. And he's like, well, I mean, he plays well against us. So, you know. Yeah, definitely. I think for, like I said, I said again, a healthy Joseph is a deadly Joseph. But at the same time is when you have, when you have some incompetence in the front office, I will keep saying that. Joseph, when Joseph realizes not the ideal situation anymore. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, it's looking like sure. it could be an exciting season for us and also for Atlanta for different reasons. 
this year. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what you guys do and how you rebuild and what Garth Lagerway does. And it'll be interesting to see what uh, Joseph Martinez and if we can get Pozuelo here signed. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time for us here as well. But uh, I think that's a, uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, Anu, thanks so much for jump jumping on, but you have one more thing to say. <laughs> so, uh, I would say thank you for having me on. I remember sending a message Anything, and I want to do it. It's fun. Yeah. Yep. And then um, the answer caught us last question. Will Amada stay till end game? He's gone in summertime. All right. All right. He's gone. in the summer. Yeah. I skipped over that. Cause I'm like, this is not a uh, Atlanta podcast. Yeah. So I don't care that much about Amada. I know, but he's Honestly, gone. I don't really care about him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's our world. He's the first. Active MLS player that win a world to win a World Cup, but he okay. plays for Argentina, and we talked about this before. Well, your wife is not here, so we could talk about Argentina. No, but she can't hear me because I'm very loud when I do this show. <laughs> so, All right, I'm I'm yelling into this microphone. So anyway, all right, uh, Mrs. Brown, if you can hear me, uh, hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was a lot of fun tonight uh, talking to you, talking to Christopher Harris. Make sure everybody goes to worldsoccertalk.com and Caneswear. Go there. Ed, any last thoughts before we head out? Peter, I see uh, there's a couple people wanting us to do the Nerd Show tomorrow. There's a new uh, premiere going on. Kata Sane uh, yeah. is uh, – uh, I haven't seen that show. It's, it's actually – Well, it's premiering tonight. It's premiering yeah. tonight, so you can't have seen, you can't have seen it. So uh, if you watch it, we could we could uh, talk about it tomorrow if you want to do the uh, nerd show 9 p.m. live. We could try. You know, the, the reason the nerd show has been happening lately is my fault because, uh, you know, actually last week I was working at Ed. I was working till like 9 p.m. last night, last week. Well, you need to make that money. Last week was a Colombian holiday. And what that generally means is I got to do the work of 13 people because that's my Ouch. team. I got to do the work of 13 people. So, uh yeah, that's what I got to do. But anyways, we'll see. We'll we'll try. But Ed, why don't you and I, if you can, I will tonight. I'll go watch that show or tomorrow morning. I'll do but it. I'll watch it. I'll do it. I'll watch right. it tonight. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week.